Hi and welcome to this new episode of New Us Conversations. Today I'm going to talk about a topic I'm really passionate about, which is podcasting. I will talk about why start a podcast in 2021 and how to do it. Also explaining the difference between doing it as a hobby, which I think is really great in itself, or as a business. As of now, I have three podcasts. I have one, this one, called New Earth Conversations, where I simply talk about what I want to talk about anytime I want, and it can be posted in the next hour. I can also interview people. Then I have another podcast called The Light Leaders. This podcast that I really encourage you to listen is for light workers who build an online business. I have a podcast studio and I have a marketing team that creates great videos, an Instagram account, a YouTube channel, a website dedicated to it. This one is a big business project on which I really track the metrics and expect to get return on investment, but I invest quite a bit in this podcast. And my third one is a podcast in French called La Galinette Éveillée that I do with my friend Fabrice. And each of these podcasts have a different um, strategy and a different aim. So I will go through that because it's good to know why you're doing the podcast and how you're doing it. Also looking at what kind of time investment you put in it and uh, uh, the return you want to have on that investment. Before we go into the why start a podcast, I will say that uh, I really love podcasting for a few reasons. For me, it's been transformative because four years ago, when I bought earphones to listen to podcasts on my motorbikes when I was commuting to work, it changed my life completely. I had almost an hour every day, so back and forth, when instead of just riding my motorbike, I would be listening to Tim Ferriss, to Eckhart Tolle, to Tony Robbins, and other amazing people who can share that, their wisdom with you and interview also amazing people. Actually, for that podcast, I will mainly talk about having a podcast for interviewing other people, where I think there's the most uh, incentive to, to have a, a good reason to do a podcast. But yeah, podcasts changed my life. And why do I like podcasts so much? Because in our day and time, there are a lot of amazing tools like online courses. We can buy books on our Kindle anywhere in the world. We can watch videos on YouTube. We have social media where we can share our voices. So why podcast for me? I would say to me, it is the medium that allows you to go deep but at the same time that is easily accessible. So you can go deep as when you read a book or when you do an online course, but you don't need to be in front of a book or in front of a screen. You can listen to a podcast when you go for a walk, when you cook your food, when you commute to work, whether in the train, in your car or um, on, a, on a bike. And so it makes it very accessible, but also, um, it can go quite deep because the problem nowadays with social media and with little conversations here and there, uh, reading a quick two minute post or a tweet is that uh, we often lack depth when we explain something. For example, if I were to do a Facebook post about 
why and how to start a podcast right now, it would be too shallow. I wouldn't, I would be frustrated. So it's really a good balance. And that's why as a consumer of content, I love podcasts. And because I love them so much and they've transformed my life, naturally, it's something I've been gravitating towards as a um, content creator too. I'm also doing videos and posts on social media and I wrote a book, but podcast is my favorite. That's why I have three. So now I'll go into um, why, why have a podcast? And, um, and actually I, I have three now because also I'm taking a step down from social media with all the censorship and the privacy issue that we have that uh, podcast doesn't really have, I feel at least until now. So why? Well, first, you learn a really, really good everyday skill, which is to ask good questions and listen and be very present when someone answers you. Because even if those conversations I have when I interview someone, even if they were not recorded, there would be really good conversations where I would ask the best questions I can and I would stay very present to learn from them and to yeah, listen to the answers. So really listening, asking good questions and presence are skills you want for every areas of your life. And podcasting as an interviewer, when you interview someone, is a great way to push yourself to get better at this. So that's one. Number two is public speaking. Because even if you mainly ask questions or you can do a hybrid podcast like this one where sometimes I ask questions and I interview someone but sometimes I also just speak. This is a little bit harder to do but it's a great training in public speaking. But even if you just ask questions, it is public speaking. You can listen to your recording and see where you can improve. So for example, when I started recording podcast or video on social media, that works too, I would notice that I would do a lot of this noise when I would start a sentence. I noticed I was saying um a lot. I would speak too fast and be afraid to leave a blank, which can be very useful actually for public speaking. And you can really see all the patterns you have listening to yourself and become more conscious of it. And so you become greater at public speaking. So it's great for your next podcast. It's great if you want to do a TED talk one day. It's great if you just want to be an interesting person to listen to at a dinner table. Another one is, maybe it's the main one when you interview other people. So number three is that you get to network and network with people you really admire. So let's say you, and, and I talk, even if you do it just as a hobby, just very quickly like this, and I'll talk about the difference after. Let's say you're at a dinner party and there is someone you find super interesting. Speak a bit to them. You can get their Facebook. Well, traditionally you could be like, hey, I think you're a very interesting person. Why don't we have lunch? But if that person is already quite demanded for their expertise and for talking about whatever they talk about, maybe it's not that interesting for them to go and have lunch with you. 
especially if you're starting and you're not a big name. Well, you have way more chances if you go to that person. Wow, it's so interesting how you talk about breath work or meditation or cryptocurrencies or whatever. I would love to have you on my podcast. And for me, I've had a very generalist podcast, very general, very broad, because I wanted to be able to interview people every time I found them interesting. And this is a great tool first because you learn so much from that interview, of course, but it's also an amazing networking tool because then you become connected to these people. You become friends with these people. For example, a lot of the people I've had in my book are also people I interviewed in my podcast. I do network marketing with a product called Hilly. A lot of the people who have joined my business also had interviewed them. Um, it can work really even, uh, you could meet your life partner. If I, I see a woman super interested, interesting and I'm at, attracted to, it can be a great idea to have a podcast if I feel it's something that's really worth sharing. But often the women I'm attracted to have something worth sharing. So it's an amazing networking tool, probably the best one I've ever seen. And on top of it, in the public eye, you associate yourself with these people without really doing much more than asking questions. So when I interview someone I really like that's really smart, people just associate us. And so when you play the game of status as an influencer, as a business owner, uh, because that's a game we play, we know. Uh, we want to be detached, but that's okay to play that game. Well, then in people's mind, you get associated with that great coach, with that big influencer, with that other big podcaster. And that really helps your status and image. The last thing I would say for why a podcast where you interview someone is that it's a really easy way to promote yourself while it actually looks like you promote others. Because it's a little bit annoying when people always share about that their work. You probably know that annoying coach, oh, look at my program, I'm doing an event, that annoying network marketer, oh, buy my product. That, um, you know, annoying YouTube artist that's like, okay, watch my channel. But if you talk about, okay, watch my thing, for people, it's a, it's a little bit annoying. It's, yeah, it's like self-promotion and people tend to disregard it. Well, if you say, hey, listen to that interview I did with that person, he is so interesting. He says really interesting thing that will really help you. Well, it's way easier because then you promote someone else. But through the promotion of someone else, you can gain listeners, people who will be interested in what you're doing. And so slowly, they will also get to know, like, and trust you. And when you build a personal brand, it's important to get people to know you, to like you, and to trust you. So they know you exist, they listen to your content, and then you can sell offers, coaching programs, because now they also trust you. So this is the why podcasting is so, so good. And this is if you do it just as a hobby, also as a business. And I'll explain the difference. So my podcast called The Light Leaders, so another podcast, I started it before as a hobby. And at the time, it was called Dreamers and Doers. It's pretty broad. It's not niche, which is great for your own 
personal development and interest, but not great usually from best practices for a business. So I will speak about when I transitioned dreamers and doers to the light leaders and how I turned this podcast from a hobby into a business. Dreamers and Doers was more a hobby where I would interview people and I made great connections. I learned so much. It was an incredible experience. What I would do is, as explained, if someone is really interesting, I would say, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? And if they're not super highly demanded, most people are really happy to be interviewed, even if you don't need to disclose thousands and thousands of downloads. So I did that for a time. It served me a lot and I loved it. But at some point, I thought, okay, I want to take it to the next level. And then dreamers and doers became the light leaders. And what I changed with it were a few things. First, if you do a podcast as a business, you probably want to niche it down. Because if you want to do a general personal development podcast, why would people listen to you and not to Joe Rogan or Tim Ferriss or Tom Bilieu or Aubrey Marcus or those big ones? When Tim Ferriss started podcasting, interviewing people, a podcast interviewing people about personal development was in itself a niche, maybe seven, eight years ago. Now it's not a niche at all. So you want, if you do it as a business and you want to Uh, focus on metrics and return on investment other than making great connections and learning great things, which are in itself a great return on investment. But if you want more than that, you want to make money, sell coaching programs, um, have a clear strategy on growing your audience, then you you want to do a marketing strategy that you would do with any online product, really. Same as if you were doing an online course. Um, you want to be specific as to what your market is, who are the people you're going to address, and you're going to select some people and polarize a bit and know you will reject other people. So, for example, dreamers and doers, it can be anyone. The light leaders, it's for light workers who want more money, power, and impact. So, I'm targeting people who resonate with the term light workers which is definitely not everyone. It's a lot of healers and conscious entrepreneurs. But also, uh, many healers, they don't want, they shy around making money. They don't like words like power or money or impact even. And so, there's, there's kind of that bridge between probably spiritual people, very conscious people, but who are also quite grounded and building businesses. And if you think making money is a bad thing you're not gonna want to listen to my podcast and if you don't know what light workers mean and 5d consciousness and these things you're probably not that attracted to my podcast either and that's great because if you exclude people you also find people you will find also your tribe your niche so that's a big shift that you need to make if you do it as a business another one when i changed to the light leaders was i um, I started spending way more time on promotion than on production. Before, I would barely promote because the point of interviewing someone was to learn and to make friends with them, basically. And then if people listened, that was a bonus, which people did. Now, the light leaders, it's not really about 
making the guests look good only is not only about me learning, it's mainly about helping my audience and growing my audience, getting hundreds of thousands of people around the world, getting a lot of value for free. That's the point. And so when I produce a piece of content, it's worth spending a lot of time actually promoting it because the point is that people listen to it. So with the light leaders, I publish one episode every week. Every Tuesday is very structured. There's an Instagram. There is a website, thelightleaders.org. And I have a staff in the Philippines, an amazing guy called David. He's super proactive and does uh, takes ownership. That's kind of almost as much his podcast as it's mine, which I love. And every day he's creating a little soundbite on Instagram. You can follow at the light leaders podcast. And there's a little video to remind people. Um, even the description we put on iTunes is in line with SEO practices. So we so okay, who's our audience? How can people find us? And then there's a clear strategy on Instagram. I'm investing quite a bit of money. So when there's a 40 minute episode, then you'll have five or six one one or two minute videos for promotion on YouTube, on Instagram. I'll also be quite strategic about the people I interview. Of course, I want them to be super interesting. I want to want to promote them because I think they are helping the uh, raising the consciousness of our planet. I think it's very important to have a strong why. That's what you'll find your why you'll find your how you'll find your audience. So my why with the light leaders is to help light workers grow their business, make more impact because it's going to raise the consciousness of our planet. So if you align with that, if you're super interesting, you're likely to be on my podcast. But also, if you have a big following, because that's a, a big why if you do it as a business, is that if you interview people with a big following and they look good because you're in a professional studio, as I am now with the light leaders, the videos look super neat. And when a guest is in my chair, it looks like they're on a really big studio and they're very important. It's really good for what you'd call authority or social proof. So they will share. I'll ask them very clearly, can you share to your audience? And they have these videos that look really good, so they will share. So now, if they have 100,000 followers that love that person, well, all of a sudden, that's potentially 100,000 people that get to know about my podcast. So rather than me trying to promote everywhere, I leverage them and that's a huge win-win. I make them re look really good. I, I invest maybe like quite a bit of money into them having great video material in a beautiful studio, but then they promote and that's going to benefit me a lot. So that's going to benefit a lot, both of us. And so, yeah, that's basically the, the difference between doing it as a hobby or as a business. If you go as a business, you want to be niche, you want to spend a lot of time promoting rather than doing a lot of episodes that people don't see. Do less episodes, but make sure when you do one, you maximize how, how shared it is. But actually, so I had dreamers and doers as a hobby. Then I went to the light leaders, really like a business niche, but this created a frustration. Because then from that structure, which is great for the listener, I couldn't just record a podcast like this and share with my audience. Or if there was someone I wanted to interview because they're very interested, but I didn't want to invest too much money in it, um, I, I couldn't just interview them and post 
the day after, you know, like with the light leaders, I record sometimes a month and a half before the podcast is published because there's all that structure behind. So that's why after doing the light leaders, I realized, okay, I like sometimes just taking my mic and recording something from my house and pushing it on all the podcast channels with uh, anchor.fm. That's a great tool. I'll talk about it. But I, I like to do it. And one hour later, it's on all the platforms. And I just shared what I wanted to say or interviewed someone. And it's easy. So that's why I created Newest Conversations. Is because actually from the light leaders with so much structure, I realized I wanted both. So um, you can either do both as I'm doing. Then I have a third one, but that's because I'm French and I wanted to have one in French. And that's just a really fun project. But yeah, basically those two podcasts, they encapsulate the two types of podcasts you may want to do. But just be clear. Is it a business? You go niche and you'll have frustrations because you don't have the same freedom. Or you do something where you just do what you want whenever you want. And, um, and that's an experiment too. Maybe the one I'm investing more money into will end up having less lessons. And those ones that I'm doing in a very flowy way when I feel like, but I just post it. Um, and I don't have a team that promotes it on Instagram account, a website dedicated to it. Maybe this one will do better. That will be interesting. But just for you, if you're starting, if you're starting, get clear on that and have the right expectations based on which one you're doing. Both are amazing. That's why I do both. Uh, I'm going to close now just on, on the tools you can use. There's mainly one I really recommend. It's called Enco, like an Enco.fm and uh, anchor from a boat and in the, what you do is you can post any audio there and you can even add transitions it's very easy put your description and then you can um, send it to all the podcasting platforms so you don't have to create a spotify and an apple podcast one uh, it's done really really well and literally you can have a podcast in the next second you can record an audio, create an account there and push to all the platforms. I mean, just take two or three days the first time. Uh, and it's so easy. So I would say get, you know, then you could get a, a nice mic, but that's it. And, and but even with uh, the mic of a, an iPhone, I'm, it's usually pretty good. You can do voice memo. That's what I'm doing now. And you can remove the background noise very quickly in edits and then share in Anchor and add a transition. And you're a podcaster, you know, you're a podcaster. And it has, um, again, talking about status, if you play that game as a coach, as an influencer, it has um, something, some kind of authority to be a podcaster, less and less because it's easier and easier, but still, and people love to be interviewed in podcasts. So, um, you know, you can say you're a podcaster, it's some kind of credibility. So yeah, guys, um, a mix of something that's easy to listen for people, that's free, that's accessible, but also deep, amazing for the listener. And for you, you will learn so much. You learn from the expertise of your guests. You learn to speak better, to ask good questions, to listen and to be present. You'll network. You will be associated with amazing people. And if it works well, that might be one of the core of your uh, business. For me, it's clearly the intention is that people get to know, like, and trust me through my podcast. And then 
I have an audience that trusts me and to whom I can share tips and sometimes sell a course, a product that I think will benefit them. I even have in mind to do a, a course for podcasting, but I'll wait for my podcast to be a, a bit more successful. I'm still starting, so I want to test a few things before to make sure I do something of quality. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. When you do your podcast, I recommend to create a little conclusion where you ask them also to share the podcast or to take a screenshot and publish on Instagram and tag you. Um, a way to share. Because if, if you like what you listen to right now, for example, you know some people interested in starting a podcast or you think they should, well, send them that recording. It's going to help them. And of course, it helps me. And they'll be grateful towards you. You know, we live in a world of abundance. There are a lot of win-win-wins. So, yeah, share this podcast with people. Tell me if you liked it. I love feedback. And do the same for yours. Tell people to share. Um, ask for feedback. That's maybe one last thing. When I started The Light Leaders, I made a mini audience. And I asked them for feedback. Because it's really good to get feedback. You get valuable information. But also people feel included. So I hope that motivated you. And of course, if it motivates you to start a podcast or even if you have a podcast already, please reach out to me. Uh, you can go on Instagram at Alex E. Lember or my website www.alexelember.com and I'd love to uh, yeah, learn about your podcast and tell me if this helped you. Thank you so much for taking some of your precious time to listen to this episode of New Earth Conversations. If you like what we stand for here and feel like increasing our impact, feel free to share with your friends this episode. You can also like this podcast and give a nice review on your favorite podcasting platform and you can always be in touch with me you can find my contacts on my website www.alexelember.com that's a l e x e l a m b e r